Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is, uh, today is January 4th. The ta- uh, time is about 4.30 p.m. Reddy and VC has been conducting Zoom or conference call from past 11 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hands. And put your camera on if you're a newcomer. Dikshit. One second. One, one, one second, Dikshit. Go ahead, Dikshit. Sorry, my query is, um, I, my wife has her Dropbox H4 Dropbox appointment tomorrow, and mm-hmm. I still didn't receive my 797 approval uh, copy. Uh, can we still go for the appointment tomorrow? And Do you have the email the... copy of it? You have email copy of it? No. Uh, is it approved or is it not approved? No, it's still uh, pending. Oh, what do you mean? So it's still pending. So uh, we've answered uh, the RFE. RFE. Uh, no, yeah. I don't want her to go. I don't want her to go. Okay. When is your I mean, H1B was... expiring though? Let me ask, when is your current H1B expiring? So my current H1B expired on the uh, December 9th and we filed that extension on December no, 7th. No, sir. I do not want her to go to the interview. Next person, okay. please. Nishan? Um, hi. So uh, I just got uh, in in the month of uh, June. I got my I one forty approved for EB one A, and uh, nice. Um, I just applied for my I four eight five in the month of uh, August ending, and uh, it's been waiting ever since then. And then last month, uh, I, I believe that EB one got uh, retrogressed, right? But yes. when I look into my USCIS portal. Uh, it still shows that it is current as of now. In the, the my case, which is linked to my account, it still shows that it is current as of now. So what is the you difference? You can ignore Why that. You can, can ignore, ignore that. that. Yeah. Okay. It's not current. It's not current. So they will still give you the EAD. They will still give you the advanced parole. They can't give so you the So I did a mistake, policy. Rahul. I, I did not want my company to apply for EAD and advanced parole because I was est- I was estimating my green card to be delivered within three, four months as per what my really? friend suggested me. No, you can, you, can, yeah. you can file. That's a big, huge mistake. You can now yeah. file it. You can file yeah, it. I asked my company to do that immediately. Okay, that's fine. Not a problem. My second question to you is, 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 is AOS EAD same as, uh, can you avail the benefits of the green card Similar, like is AOS, AOS EAD same as green card? Like, can you do an no, outside not. job? You, you can do an outside job after six months, but it's not equivalent to green card. 
Okay. All right. Thank you. Next person, please. Abhi. Hey, Rahul. Uh, this is Abhi. Um, I'm on GC80, and uh, my I-94 is expiring by end of Feb. Uh, don't mm -hmm. have the advanced parole approved yet. So just wondering mm -hmm. how to extend it. There's many options floating out on the internet, but I just don't know what's the... What do you want right to extend way. it? I-94. My I-94 is expiring end of February. What visa are you in? I'm on GCAD. When you say I-94, what is I-94? Which I-94 is that? H-1? Uh, uh, not the H1. When I go into the I-94 status, it's expiring. Um, okay. So did you? When, when is the last time you traveled? So I traveled last year, February. So they gave me um, a stamp till... Not, not so really a stamp. What, and what visa status did you travel? On uh, EAD and advanced parole. So that I-94 is expiring. And... When is your EAD expiring? Uh, October this year. Okay. Why do you want to extend I-94? I believe um, if you don't extend it, um, you'll be out of status. Yeah. yeah. That is right in 99% of the cases, but not in your case, though. You can ignore it. You don't have to extend it. You're in good shape. You're right into... You're, you can ignore Once you come in advanced parole, you can ignore the I-94 online. You are in EAD. Your EAD is expiring in October of 2024. You're in good shape, okay? Okay. Um, so my, my spouse came back on H-4. Um, mm -hmm. But she has an EAD too. She has an EAD too, but she doesn't have advanced parole. There was, there was a small confusion and her advanced parole got denied because she was outside the country. But, but, you, uh, but you have the, when is your H-1B expiring? Uh, we don't have any H-1Bs anymore. So she, switched, you, she switched on to you, EAD as well after stepping into the country. So her H-4 also expired? Her H-4 is also expired. She's on EAD right now, but she doesn't okay, have advanced so, parole. Her advanced okay, parole so is apply. still processing. Apply. Yes, we apply for advance parole. It's just taking 16 plus months and it's still processing right now. Okay, what do you want to do now? Uh, I'm just curious if uh, her I-94 is also showing that it's expiring in fact. You can, you, you, can, you, can, you can ignore it. Okay, all right. Thank you. Next person, please. Rajendra? Yeah, it's a little bit confusion. People get panicked on the I-94 of the advance parole. Good, Rajendra. Hi, Rahul Garu. Thank you for your service to the community. Sure. Um, actually, I have concurrent H1 and also I have EAD, GC, EAD. Uh, I'm planning to visit India on GC, EAD and come back. So mm -hmm. after coming back, is my concurrent H1 valid? No, it's not valid. But why do you want H1B though? Uh, because uh, I am with another company with full-time job. Uh, yeah, and well, I, I, yeah, I don't know why you want it, but yeah, the concurrent H1 is not valid. It's not valid. Then after coming back, uh, I can work on EAD with the, uh, that employer. Yeah, yeah, you can. Absolutely no problem with it. So in that case, uh, uh, 
the, with the concurrent H1, I shift to the EAD. With the other full-time company, can I be on H1? You are under no obligation to inform about the about this right now. You can just don't do anything. It's a little bit sensitive issue about what you're speaking, what exactly it is. But if you don't inform them that you are working on EAD, you're in good shape. Okay, as long as they don't update uh, in the uh, records. I can work with one place on H1 and another, another place with EAD. As long as I don't as far as, as far as As far as you are concerned, you're not violating anything. Next person, please. Okay, sir, one more question. Uh, mm -hmm. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, my H one extension is my H one is uh, like expiring in July this year. I am submitting uh, documents to my attorney. They in the H four questionnaires they are asking, have you ever filed for four eighty five? But I don't I don't want to disclose this uh, you know uh, EAD to the full time em employer current employer. So can I say that I I, I you know my wife don't have that four eighty five EAD something like that. So the the green card has been the green card has been filed by the concurrent employer. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's fine because it's not going to cause any problem if you say that. Okay, I can just say I don't have. Okay, no, no, no. I four four eight five is applied for yeah, my wife. Right. Next person. That's not going to cause any problem for you because they, yeah, there's just... no question in the four in the H one B asking that. Um, hi Rahul. Uh, yes, uh, yeah. So I'm uh, planning. I'm uh, applying for a family-based green card for my mother, and she came in August, and her uh, I-94 is expiring uh, mid-February. I've already submitted mm -hmm. I-130 in mid-December, and it is in processing. And I've submitted uh, already shipped out remaining documents, applications like I-485, uh, I-130, one advance payroll, and EAD. Uh, and they are received, but they are yet to be processed because I didn't see any uh, uh, check depositor, uh, whatever I transferred for that application. So in this case, because by the time uh, February 12th happens, essentially uh, after February 12th, uh, I-485 might be in pending state or in processing state. So mm -hmm. does she have to apply for extension on 994? Nope. Or... No, sir. No, sir. She doesn't need okay. to. She doesn't need she to. She filed the 485 and she... She should not leave the country either. Yeah, that's what. Okay, so she can't leave the country, and uh, it's pending, and she should be able to. Uh, she she's Stay not violating any deport. Okay, okay. Absolutely, she's not violating anything. Okay, sounds good. Thank you. Next person, please. Raghu. Uh, hello, Raul sir. Good evening. Uh, thank you for your time today. I have two questions. One is, uh, I'm I'm currently employed uh, with MNC. I am on H1, which is valid till Feb of uh, 2024, next year. And I have approved EAD combo. Uh, I got it in uh, October 2021 and also uh, recently renewed it. It's valid till October 2025. Uh, it's Earlier, I my first EAD was a combo card. Second one is just EAD card. And AP is pending approval. Uh, we applied for renewed AP in November uh, mm -hmm. last year. So mm -hmm. my question is, first question is, uh, I uh, I traveled to India uh, for my mother's uh, funeral in March uh, last year and entered. You need to you need to you need to get to a little bit more quicker though. I just 
yeah, yeah. don't have to expand all the things i traveled that yeah. enough for me yeah the question is basically i i entered uh, on ap stamp advance parole stamp in march of last year and uh, now my uh, most recent i94 date is uh, april 7th uh, april 7th of 2023 so my employer is saying to file h1 extension because they are saying uh, my uh, my i94 is valid only till april of next year when you say i94 so, the online one or the online for attach with the 7797 h1 797 no the online one the one that when is, is your, uh, when is your h1b expiring that I is feb of next year feb of okay is year. your is your is your company lawyer ey ernest yen no it's uh, zulki partners okay no you don't have to extend it i don't know why they want to extend it okay 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 thank you and uh, second question is uh, the ap actually is taking long time like uh, the earlier person mentioned it's taking 16 and a half months uh, but well, actually my parents and my mother in law both they are keeping uh, a very critical health so if the ap approvals are taking longer for renewal is there a way we can expedite like writing to congress I, I, or... you can you can you can try but there is nothing i can do next person please maybe february first week they have not confirmed it yet so they okay, have given on. me some time uh, for uh, searching for internal jobs so my question is that uh, uh, how long i can stay with l1 visa is there any grace period for me to look out for other jobs i know that from l1 i can't search for other companies right so i am planning yeah. uh, to apply for h1 this april or march end so i would recommend 24th. to apply for if you are eligible for compelling circumstances ead because okay. you need to pack your bags and go you yeah. may want to consider compelling circumstances ead okay so how long you know i will have is? time i don't know sir i need to search for that yeah i will uh, this it's just laid off in h1b it's the same case with the l1 also okay okay you have okay. you should try to watch this video and there is a link okay. there i want you to fill that link there okay. and then we will give you a free evaluation to you okay all right okay all right i got it thank you sir thank you sir yeah inam sir hi uh, rahul um thank you for your time uh, can you hear me Yes, correct. Uh, yes, so I have my uh, first time H one B appointment in March twenty twenty three. My current mm-hmm. visa on my passport is F one. However, mm-hmm. uh, I was given the opportunity to do a Dropbox appointment, but my F one visa has expired more than twenty months ago. Am I still eligible for Dropbox? You are still eligible for Dropbox. Okay, perfect. So that was one one uh, one of my question. The other question was my F one. a uh, visa is in the old passport and it has a slight water damage but you can clearly see the visa and all of the details on it 
should that be a problem uh, i don't know <laughs> it's going to be tough to say i have to look into it at the most uh, so you have a new passport or you don't have a new passport it's a i have a new passport i have a new passport you have a new passport so old passport yeah. the f1 visa is damaged a little bit yeah yeah oh not a problem i don't see any problem with it because it's not okay. a new passport that you have you're good okay perfect so i should be able to take that dropbox appointment no problem yeah awesome thank you so much rahul rinkesh uh hey rahul uh yeah so my name is rinkesh and uh, i'm a us citizen and i'm sponsoring my sister uh, and her family for a sibling green card so uh the question that they had is is that uh, they are, they currently have b2 visa and they love, and they live in uae um and their b2 visa is going to and they visit us for tourism purpose from time to time their b2 visa is going to expire in 2 years so if we file their i130 now they have to declare the they have to declare the that you have filed an i130 and they yeah, have to problem the interview it is a hiccup definitely but have i seen the denials have i seen the approvals have seen both of them i would say that you are taking an extra 20% risk of getting the denial okay and the second is question it worth, is is it not worth you have to take i just want to give the percentages to the people percentages okay the 20% probability of denial is extra now because of the immigrant yeah. intention you, okay right and uh, So the second question is actually the reason why they were concerned is is that my sister and her son is two years old. So sister and son are interested, but actually my sister's husband is doesn't want to take the risk of B two because he wants to visit US on B two. So is it so in the I one thirty form they have listed? Uh, no, even if you don't even if you don't list him, he will be branded though because you can always add him later on. Got it. So he's assumed to have immigrant intent. Once, once even if I only list my sister, that's it. Okay. Yeah, you, you can so you can say though. Okay. 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 Yeah. Thank you. Next person, please. Shrini. Hi Rahul. Uh, so my question is like, I had uh, my one forty applied through company A, and while I was working for company B, the company A actually filed for four eighty five. and uh, now i moved to company c and company c actually is forcing wait, wait, wait. me to so wait, wait, okay. can you go abc again please yeah company a has my has my i140 and they applied for my 485 back when my date was current so i have eb2 with the priority Got date it. of august so august of which year I, yeah august so of then year? i was august this, of which year sorry 2012 keep going so i was uh, they applied the 485 when i was working for company b and now i moved to company c and company c is an mnc and their lawyers are asking me to file the 485j uh, and uh, while i was reading on the internet uh, there was something called intent at the time of 485 being submitted so i just want to get your thought on that as long as you as long you have an intent the company has an intent which i think so is an intent If you file a four eight five J supplement with company C right now, we don't see any problem in you getting the green card. And okay. intent is already implied of you and your employer, because you guys 
signed the 485J supplement at that time. Yes. Yeah. So you can have a new company file a 485J. We don't feel any anything wrong with it. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Next person, please. Sorry. Hey, uh, thanks a lot, Rahul, for your help. Uh, I, I'll, uh, what's happening with me is like, originally I do have two 485 applications, one in EB2 and one in EB3. But uh, uh, maybe in order to get some traction, I kind of upgraded my EB3 application to EB2, which kind of partially worked and it triggered an interview for me. And unfortunately, the dates uh, rolled back. My priority date is August. What's your priority date? August 2013. And uh, so now I have one directly filed EB2 application, the interf and the one other upgraded. EB3, one upgraded yeah. application. Mm -hmm. so now that the EB3 dates are moving ahead, so what's the best way to do? I have one option of downgrading <laughs> the directly filed EB2, but the interfiling is really dicey. There's no straightforward answer, you know. So I'm trying. So what's the best uh, way? I would, I would, I would interfile the EB3 one again back to EB3. Oh, I will. Oh, can I do that? Yeah, you can do that. Oh, okay. My my law, company lawyer was saying, no, you can't do that. It, there is a chance for no. denial or those kind of things. No, no, no. Oh, it can work. Okay. And one okay. quick question. The other thing. I'm contracting right now and the market is not so great. I was wondering, like, is there any way that I'm on GCAD right now? Will it be safe? Uh, I can work if I can work parallelly on different employers' payroll. I you mean, mean to say work for multiple employers at the same time? Yes, on GCAD, if possible. I mean, I don't have a job. Why are, why are you saying market conditions are bad and you're getting multiple offers? I mean, I don't what have an offer right now, but I'm at least I can search. I mean, if if it's wow. valid, maybe I can hunt. Absolutely. Can you work for two employers on EADs? That's a question you're asking. Yes, yeah, you yes. can. On their you payroll. Can. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you. you can. Next person, please. Prashant. Uh, uh, hi, uh, this is Prashant. Uh, actually, I got laid off uh, in December 12th, and my last exit, they have given me two exit dates. Uh, Feb 12th or March 12th. So, so <clears throat> do I have time till May, or uh, uh, or what? What are the other options? Like uh, that, com compelling circumstances. EAD is one thing, but if I have time till May, if I if I could find job in between, uh, what are like? Chances? When when is the last paycheck though? Uh, could be uh, after March 12th. We don't know whether it's going to be February 12th, whether it's going to be in May 12th. What I would recommend you to do it is, if you think so, you're eligible for compelling circumstances EAD. Yeah. File yeah. it before February 12th. Okay. Uh, but if some H1 uh, opportunity comes in... If the, H1, if the H1 opportunity comes before May 12th, okay, I will argue that your 60 days starts in March. Okay. You see the point? Mm -hmm. I may win, I may lose. Okay. Okay. So, so okay. Uh, yeah, if my H1 gets filed, uh, I don't have to uh, uh, go back to India for stamping, right? Uh, in that case. If H1B gets filed, if H1B gets approved, you don't have to with the I-94. Oh. 
Okay. If the H-1B gets approved without the I-94, you may have to go. Okay. Okay. But I would recommend to file a compelling circumstances EAD before February. In that way, you're in a defensive. Okay. 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 Next. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. One more thing. Well, last question. So my company is telling uh, the 60 day period starts when you are stopped being productive to the company. So that is, right. that is so, December 12th. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so uh, then we, the Prashant, we are of the same opinion though. Mm -hmm. Okay. So mm -hmm. let's say, for example, you're going to ask me, can I kill somebody? What would I say? No, don't kill somebody. Let's say you call me after you killed somebody. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to say that my client did a mistake. Yeah. You see the point? Mm -hmm. Okay. I would say that he's justified to kill or whatever it not. Okay. So mm -hmm. of course, if you ask me, <laughs> can I kill? No. <laughs> so mm -hmm. we, we are, we, we agree with the opinion of your, with your employer's lawyer that the last productive is December 12th. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. But okay. it doesn't mean that, so you apply for the compelling circumstances. I will argue, okay, that it is until May, but for you, I'm telling you a different story. Next person, please. Okay. I, I don't know if you understood it or not, but you will understand later on what I said. Next person. Maya? Hey, hi Rahul, happy new year. Uh, so Rahul, uh, question, yeah, question is, in uh, my wife H4 and H4 EAD expired in September 2022. We uh, we initiated her H4 and H4 EAD on in August, and after we initiated H4 and H4 EAD, we went to Mexico Costa Mesa border and we got her mm -hmm. I-94 revalidated, and she got an extension of I-94 till uh, July 2025, based on my H1 mm -hmm. B approval. Mm -hmm. So now a month back, like December 2nd, I received a H4 denial, stating that they are just canceling it because it, it's not valid. You already got the benefit. What's your problem? But uh, uh, her H4 EAD, if that gets denied, right, what should we do then? Because that is... That should, uh, not, be, that should not, be, that not be denied. That will not be denied. Now, there is always 1% chance that it can be denied, but 99% it should not be denied because she doesn't if, have the if, benefit. Yeah. So if it gets denied, then, then what are the options? Contact. Contact us if it gets denied, though, because I don't want to discuss about 1% in this Zoom call. Okay. Sure. Okay? You know, you, you, you most probably you will not meet with an accident and die today. Now, if you, mm -hmm. you, somebody asks me, what if, you, if I die today? Well, we'll discuss at that time. Okay. Okay. Sure. Okay. Because sure. we have not seen that. But is it not, is it possible that I may be killed in an accident today? Yes, it is possible. But I don't want to discuss about that right now. Okay. Next person, please. Sharmila. Uh, hello. Uh, hi, sir. Yes, uh, uh, My wife, she has H1B and uh, she got her um, uh, pay stubs till October. And from November onwards, like she was not working. So now I'm, I want to apply for her uh, H4 plus H4, H4 EAD. Since mm -hmm. she doesn't have any pay stubs from November, like 
will i see any any issues she, like no she is within 60 she is still within 60 days mm, no it's she already crossed november oh, she already crossed december okay okay, okay got it why did you let it cross oh because like her employer keep on saying we will find a project but he couldn't like he is not wow. showing any right now you don't have an option file h4 and ead and cut a coconut and see if it the god will bless you okay but like in case if they give any rfa like i need can i withdraw my h4 and then i need to like she she needs to travel india and get her h4 you are absolutely right? you are absolutely right okay okay but like okay. in this period like we are staying from uh, november like after 60 days right like when we are h4, applying for uh, h4 you are right in its next turn but when is her H1B I-94 expiring. Oh, that is like till 2025. So there is something called out of status, and there is something called unlawful presence. Though mm -hmm. she may be out of status, but she is not unlawful presence because her I-94 expiring somewhere down 2024. Yes, you got it. Yes. So it it will there will not be a, there will not be a three year or ten year bar for her. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah, so I can apply that for right H four plus H four right. EAD, and I right. can try for like right. God right. this right. Okay, and, and that goes back to that previous guy, Mr. Gupta, who was asking the question. Why I told him to file early is because we do see this kind of mistake very, very, very often. People okay. wait until the last day, they ignore it, they let it go, and then they will come and bang their heads. Okay, oh, if you okay. would have filed the H four plus EAD though. we would have mm -hmm. argued 60 days you know that would have been much better but mm -hmm. don't next time don't ever do that okay oh next yeah question. sure sure sir yep thank you rajesh uh, uh, sorry i think i have already done uh, i'm finished i next think question. i should do that sandeep rahul hope you can hear me uh, i just posted yes, my sir. question in the chat also uh, is there is there any days um, that i need to leave on my max out to be eligible it's for i it's always good to it's always good to leave about 3 or 4 days or a one week time that will be better technically it's not required but it may get an rfe sometimes and we have to respond to them it's always good to leave one week before 6 six, 6 years yeah all right thanks rahul next person please vinay Hi sir, Avinay here. My GC EAD is expiring. Uh, the combo card is expiring in J June this year. So did you file uh, an extension? Not yet. I'm in the process. So online process is better or paper application is? I I you have a combo card, is it right? Yes. Uh, paper application is better. Why? Paper application. Because if you file EAD in advance parole. there is 60% chance they will issue both of them together okay and which is going to be fast otherwise the advance parole is going to take much longer time okay paper and then every time and... then you have to file both of them separately i wouldn't advise filing online okay paper application both uh, uh, 131 and 765 together sending to the 765 address yeah yes okay okay thank you sir next person please bagya hey rahul this is bagya thank you so much for this opportunity 
Sure. Uh, my mother, she came on B1, B2 to United States in the month of August 2022. I applied uh, her green card uh, in the month of December uh, 2022. Uh, I filed her I-130. But my question here is... Yes, did you, she's here, is, right? She's here, is, right? right? She's, she's here with me. You, you said you filed I-130. Did you also file 485? Yes, sir. I did. But uh, uh, the amount has not been cut yet. Uh, so I'm not sure. How long, I'm sure. how long ago you filed the 485 or I-130? Uh, it's in the last week of December. 24. Uh, that's, that's too early, ma'am. They're still sleeping. The champagne is not got out of the blood <laughs> right now. Okay. So my question here, Rahul, is uh, in February, my I, my mother's I-94 uh, will be expired in the month of somebody, February. Somebody just asked the same question. Uh, if you, Yeah. Once you get the receipt notice, which we're expecting by end of this month, your mother can stay in this country. She doesn't have to leave the country. Immaterial of if, even if the I-95 expires. As our I-94 will expire for sure. Okay. Uh, okay. So she is good to stay here lawfully. Uh, that is considered as a lawful prison, correct? If you, the I-130 and 485 receipt notices, you'll receive it, which I'm expecting by end of this month. Absolutely, okay. she can stay. Even if, if uh, I mean, let's put this class here. Uh, if she doesn't receive uh, I-94 by the end of... Uh, what I-94? Uh, sorry, uh, if she doesn't receive her uh, approval uh, before her I-94 expires. What what approval are we speaking? There's no approval that will come by February. Receipt, receipt, I'm sorry, received. Well, contact me at that one one percent of the time. Contact me at that time. Okay, contact sure. me 10 days before, okay? Next person. Sure. Please. Shakti. Uh, hi, Rahul. Hi, Rahul. Um, this is Shakti. So I have a couple of questions regarding B2 visa. So uh, I had applied for B2 extension for my in-laws uh, during September 2022 and their actual initial visa is expiring was has expired on um, October 2022. So my question, my first question is like, uh, does the 240-day extension starts uh, immediately after I got the receipt or it starts only there's, after? There's the... no 240. There's no 240 days for them. So how many days is the actual extension until like, uh, what time extension. did you apply for the extension if it's expiring in september you have applied until march is right uh, yeah it, it was ex it was expiring on october i applied on september and i gave the date as end date as march 31st march 31st so march 31st is the end date but the problem is that if they don't get the biometrics by march well anyway they are going for stamping is right afterwards the stamping is expiring is right yeah, so I got the biometrics letters. Uh, we actually went for biometrics and uh, I have an issue with that also. So like uh, my father-in-law, the fingerprint was applied successfully. But for my mother-in-law, I got two uh, notices and both the time looks like uh, the fingerprint didn't go through properly. And uh, I don't see any update on online for my mother-in-law. So uh, will that be a problem? That's, that's well... We normally recommend people do not apply for B2 visas because they're, when they go for stamping, the stampings get rejected when they go for the extensions. But anyway, you did, you did all those things. They may call her for interview one more time. Okay? While she is in US? Yeah, while, well, we don't know. If they don't, that's fine. She's going for stamping anyway. Is that right? 
she, she already has a stamping. I mean, like, it's valid for 10 Didn't years. Didn't you say the stamping expired in October? No, uh, stamping is not expired. The visa, actually, the, the I-94, uh, sorry, okay. it's not stamping. I-94. Yeah. So if by any chance they call for the interview, though, a fingerprint, and she leaves the country before that, she has to go for stamping. Uh, if there is no, if she, if you don't get any approval before that, and if she goes to India before March thirty first, no, she I didn't set approval. I India? said if oh. I, I didn't set approval. I said biometrics appointment. Okay. If they issue it and she is not in the country by that time, and she leaves the okay. country, okay. they may okay. deny the B two, and in that case, she has to go for stamping. Okay, uh, but nowadays the processing time is taking more than like uh, uh, one eighty days, I, I believe. So that's the reason why we tell people not to file the B2 extensions. Okay. Thank you. Actually, I have one. Next person, please. Sharmila. Hello, sir. Uh, currently, I'm on H1B. I'm, I want mm -hmm. to apply H4 and H4E together. Once I apply my H4E, H4, can I stop my job immediately? It's up to you, ma'am. You can either stop or you can continue until the H1B period, though, whichever way you want to do it. It's your option. Okay. Okay, okay. sir. Thank you. Okay. Uh, the last person today, go ahead. Sorry, I did not notice the time. 8244. Yeah, hi, Rahul. Thanks for taking my question. Um, is there any uh, EB3 option that doesn't require? Um, you know, perm processing, uh, like no. national interest <laughs> waiver for EB2. National interest waiver is not EB3 now, it's EB2. No, I, I know, I like like national interest no. waiver. That's what I was uh, There oh. There are exceptions, uh, like for example, physical therapists, uh, nurses that are exempt from it. But not so physicians. You, I can't, no, physicians are not exempt from it. Oh, okay. Okay. And because we applied for PERM last year and it expired by December uh, 2021 and by mistake we did not apply for EB3 because the date was current for more than six months. So now we are Come stuck on. with EB2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah. You have to file the labor certification, unfortunately, again. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Next person. Uh, th thank you guys for coming in. The next Zoom call will be tomorrow at 11.30. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.